You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Life can be hard, and sometimes you just need an internet bestie to help you out. That's where I come in. Welcome to the Dear Imani Podcast, an advice-based show that reminds you to put yourself first and live in your purpose. And don't worry, I'll always give you the real tea. Need advice or have a story? Send me a message on our Instagram at Dear Imani Podcast or DearImani.com. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. See you there. Sincerely, Imani. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Dear Imani. I'm your host, Imani, obviously. So I'm on a new microphone right now because I just got this from Amazon. Usually when I record at home for the past year, I've been using this microphone that I got from Best Buy. It was super cheap, Um, but I felt like it was time to upgrade, and I went on TikTok, as one does when they're researching something for all their credible sources, um, and found this microphone and so far so good I listened back I did like a couple like test one test two before I started actually recording and it sounded really good so I'm curious to kind of go back into a previous episode that I remember or that I know that I filmed at home on my at home microphone and then listen to this version instead since I am at home with my new mic so hopefully you hear the difference I hope so because I bought this new mic for a reason okay So let's do a little bit of updates right now. I know last week I barely had an episode. It was like a not so episode episode. I just kind of gave you a reason why. Um, And I know at the end of that little episode, I said I was going to have a really cool guest this week. I am going to have that guest still. It's just that we had to, you know, get over some scheduling conflicts because when I have a guest, it's a little bit challenging because I'm in the studio. So the studio times have to work with my schedule the studio schedule and then whoever my guest is schedule um so it's like three different schedules to go off of I don't obviously own this studio and there's other people booking it and whatnot um which is great but yeah so sometimes I get a little it's a little all over the place but we're gonna get it popping next week with this guest okay and I'm super excited and like I said it's gonna be about content creation and entrepreneurship and all those things and I feel like you guys are gonna really enjoy it and have a lot of questions to ask because a lot of people out there want to get into their own bag and whatnot. And honestly, I feel like the conversations will coincide with today's topic. So before we get into today's topic, a little bit of updates. So I mentioned last week that I had two job interviews. I don't know if I mentioned that I got the jobs. Did I mention that? Okay. Well, I got both of the jobs that I interviewed for and it's just so crazy how the other job came to be. And I'm going to talk about that more probably in my new year episode because I actually have my first day with that job on Tuesday morning. So once that's like super official in that way, then I'll talk about it and you guys will see it anyway because it is an on-camera job. Um, But I also have my first day today at the other job that I recently started um, as well. So I'm feeling very fortunate, very busy. It's actually late at night and I had a full day of work and I came home and still had to record this episode because... I love this podcast. I love you guys. And and it's equally important to put your energy into things that you love that are for yourself, just like the energy you put into other people's businesses and the people that you work for. And honestly, I feel like that's just a really great transition into the topic for today. So today's episode is going to be about changing careers and pivoting. What made me think about this a lot was just because over the past year, I set a lot of goals for myself and what I wanted my year to look like and how I really wanted to grind it out because I was ready to step into my, you know, so-called grown era, adult era and in my bag era. 
And I was like, okay, Imani, it's really time to put your foot down and get focused and get serious. You've done a really incredible things over the past years. You have a great life, but you want so much more for yourself. So what are we going to do to like really get that going? You know what I mean? And really like amp that up. And I feel like I did that this year. Um, but it just made me think about how you're constantly like pivoting and trying to like change things up or you have to change your career or change your mindset in certain ways so and I think with and I think with the job interviews I had and starting these new jobs this topic was really like heavy on my heart and on my mind so I was like okay let's talk to the girls about it let's talk to dear Imani listeners about changing careers and pivoting and I asked you guys some really good questions and I loved all of the responses I got so I can't wait to get into all of that for the longest time I thought that everyone knew and was supposed to know what they wanted to do when they got older or as a career. And I think that's because growing up in pageants, when I started pageants at five, a part of the interview competition and a part of like personal introduction, something that we do, you need to have an answer to what do you want to be when you grow up? That's an answer that any pageant girl knows from a young age. So at five years old, when I started, I had to know what I wanted to be when I grew up, when I grew up. And granted, even if that didn't happen, you still have to have an answer and say it good. And that's not something that most people really have to know until they get older. And that's okay because that's just reality. But as a pageant competitor, I had to know what I wanted to be when I grew up. And so because of that, I think that I've always been had this mindset that I had to know and wanted to know and this was this is exactly how my career was going to have to play out because I said it and I've been saying it and I've had perfect answers to this question for years and because of that I've always been so sure about what I wanted to be as an adult and the things that I wanted to do in the career that I wanted to have but then also as I got older I realized that most people didn't have an answer to that question if you ask people, what do they ultimately want to want to do? What is their biggest goal? People don't have answers to that or they don't know how to go about it. And it made me realize like, oh, not everyone is like this. Like some people genuinely don't know what they want to do. They're changing their careers or, you know, their plan B became their plan A. And if I'm being real, it's something that I just felt like I could not relate to just because I have been so strong about what I wanted to be since I was five years old. So if you listen to my famous personal introduction that says lights, camera, actions, music to my ears, that's what you'll hear. Because when I grew grew up, I'm going to be a star. That was my personal introduction as a kid at my pageant. And what's so funny about that is till this day, that is basically my dream (laughs) is to be a star. And that has not changed. And obviously it looks different now than what I was thinking maybe back then. Maybe when you're younger, I'm thinking like, oh, I'm going to be a pop star and be like the most famous dancer. I'm going to be this, going to be that. But that dream never left. You guys know I have this podcast. I be doing social media. I'm a host. I'm in front of the camera. So clearly someone that is in front of the camera and trying to grow a following and making this a career by being on camera, that's someone that ultimately wants to be a star in some capacity. So that goal of mine has never changed and I've always knew that about myself. I never had to feel so I guess I can say, I guess you could say I never felt like I was completely lost in my dream or what I wanted to do because I always knew at the end of the day that was the goal that I had. But like I said, as I have gotten older, I realized that it's not the case for everyone, which is why 
I wanted to kind of talk about this because I think it's really relatable for people to want to have a change in career and pivot. So personally, I haven't wanted to have a change in career because I've always wanted to be in the spotlight, which I am currently doing and that would never change. But I have had to pivot sometimes. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles. That's just life. So I'll talk about a few times where I felt like I've had to pivot. So when I first moved here in California, um, I moved here and I started dancing at Disney. So at that point in time, if you would have asked me what I thought I was going to start doing, I thought I would have put myself in acting classes, been in the studio training in dance and trying to pursue a career in dance. That's what I would have thought I would have been doing. It's L.A. It's Hollywood. Obviously, that's what everyone should be doing. Dancing, singing, acting, period. As time has gone on, I realized that I was not training in dance and I was slowly I was not even having having an interest in being a professional dancer in that capacity in the sense of like auditioning for tours and music videos and things like that so I kind of had to pivot in the sense of okay you want to be this superstar like you said when you were five years old how are you going to be this superstar if you don't planning if you don't plan on acting and dancing and being in movies and being on a world tour with a artist so that was that and for the first like good chunk of years being here my main steez was just going to Disney in doing that and I'll do like random cool things here and there but most of the time it was just Disney a huge pivot for me was after winning Miss Washington USA I mean that was always a part of the plan for me to go to Miss USA and win Miss Washington and whatnot Um, but that was a huge turning point for me because it gave me like something else to do and something that felt like it was validating the star potential that I knew I had um, if that makes sense so went to Miss USA After Miss USA, and this is something that a lot of title holders struggle with, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, but you kind of feel a little bit lost. What am I going to do next? I had this incredible experience. I'm on a high horse. I feel like I'm that girl and everyone thinks I'm that girl. So what am I going to do now to prove to myself and to prove to everyone else that I still have my shit together, basically? Um, And so you feel like I feel like I had to pivot in a different kind of way. So that's when I started Miss Girl Co., which was the clothing boutique that I had started. And honestly, when I started that, I feel like it was more because I felt like I had to do something big and exciting to over like compensate for about to about to compensate for uh, I'm about to give this title up as Miss Washington USA didn't win Miss USA. And now I got to do something else for myself that feels just as worthy and just as big. So I spent a lot of time and effort researching and, you know, trying to become this business owner. And honestly, Miss Girl Co. did well, like especially for the year that I, I had a less than a year, but like basically the year that I had it. Um, but it was just looking back, it wasn't like something that I was super passionate about. Um, it was just something that I felt like I was doing because it was cool. And I had this spare room where I could hold all the inventory and it was fun to make content. And I felt like I was a business owner and I feel like I was just doing something cool. That's like the best word I can think about. I, that's the best word I can think of it, doing something cool. So that was a time when I felt like I was pivoting because I'm like, okay, what do I do next? It has to be cool. And then once I realized that that was not my thing either, either, that's not something that I wanted to do, I felt like I had to pivot again because I was like, okay, now you're, you tried the business owner thing in this capacity. And not that I wouldn't do that again. Like, I think it's cool to have my own business of some sort, but I just think it's going to look different um, in the future. Now I was trying to pivot in a different direction. I'm like, okay. The boutique, I don't want to do that. Um, I gave up my title as Miss Washington USA. I'm still dancing at Disney, which is fine. 
But what else can I do that's going to spark joy for me and make me and have me get to the point where I want to get to and what my ultimate goal is? And that's where Dear Imani was born, because I've always I've always known that I would have a podcast or a show of some sort just because that's always been in the cards for me. But I think my other pivot was the podcast because I was like, okay, I love to talk. As you guys know, I have great communication skills from just growing up in pageants and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like I give great advice to all my friends and whatnot. And it's just something that I knew I would enjoy doing because it's in the spotlight, but it's also doing something that I love, which is talking, community outreach, talking to people, guests, all that stuff. I felt like it was just a perfect thing for me to do as a podcast. So that was my next pivot. It was, and honestly, this was the ultimate pivot. And I think this pivot specifically is what has got me to where I am like literally today um, and what's going to get me into the places that I want to the rooms that I want to be in in the future. So for me, this was like the ultimate pivot. You guys know the story of how I started the podcast, all the work I put into it. Um, and now kind of fast forwarding to now. Now I am a full time on camera host, which is super exciting to even say, just because I've always, okay, I don't want to go on a tangent, but it's y'all, I'm gonna go on a tangent. So a lot of times when you have the, a when you have a goal or a dream and you want to do something, you don't feel like it's valid until it's validated. So if someone were to ask you, what do you do? I would feel a little like tense if I was like, oh, I'm a host because in my brain, I know that I'm just hosting this podcast and I don't make money from this podcast yet. This podcast is not number one on Spotify or anything like that. So I was feeling like, hmm, should I say I'm a host or should I just stick saying with stick to saying, oh, I work at Disney because that's what is paying. And then that's easier to digest because then people won't have to ask a bunch of questions. And, you know, like I'm not making money from this podcast. So why would I say I'm a host? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, and then over the summer, I had got like really like my first hosting job and it pays very well. And that job really solidified to me like, oh, I'm a host. Like I already knew I was a host because I've hosted red carpets before. I have I have this podcast. I've hosted shows before. I hosted my pageant, Miss Washington USA, when I was giving up my title. Like I know I know how to host. I know that's always been a thing. I used to work with After Buzz TV, um, you know, but sometimes money is your validation. Like being able to pay your bills with something is what makes you feel validated in a career, which, you know, that's a whole different topic low key because it's a little bit sad to think about that because you, whatever, whatever you do, you are doing. Don't diminish your career or the goals that you have just because you're not necessarily getting paid from it. If you're, especially if you're an artist, say you're an actress, you haven't been in a movie yet, but someone says, what do you do? Say you're an actress because you are an actress. You are doing that. And if you're more, the more confident you are about what you are actually doing, the more that's going to come into fruition. But anyway, started, got my like first official hosting job this past summer. Like I said, pays well. And I felt very validated in that. The reason why I was able to even get that job kind of by accident, which I think I've, I think I told that story a little bit, but ultimately I went to that studio as a model, came out as one of their hosts just because I did so well during that time. And the only reason why I did so well is because of course my previous experience but also because of this podcast I now am used to the lights in my face the 
cameras, the talking on camera, the whole steez like that comes with a podcast, um, the very like live show esque to it that it has. Um, was the same way the hosting job had. So when it came time to show my skill set, I was ready to do it because of this podcast. A huge part of it was because of this podcast. So that's why I say this specific pivot that I did with giving up my title as Miss Washington USA, starting a boutique and realizing that's not what I really wanted to do. And then I was like, no, what I really want to do is start a podcast and work and be a host. That was the ultimate pivot because that's what got me my first hosting job and now fast forwarding even more so to today now I have three hosting jobs that all pay well and I'm like a full-time host which is so crazy to say because that's something that I've always wanted to say and I feel very grateful to have a career that I want that I manifested that I worked for so honestly kudos to me slay and then on top of that the reason why I say the pivot for the podcast was so important because that's also you know, it forced me to have to make content. I I take the clips. I do all the content for this podcast. When you see the clips with the words and all of the editing, that's all me doing that behind the scenes. And that made my skill level with content become greater. So then this past year, I started taking TikTok a lot more seriously and vlogging and making um, reels and whatnot. So now my TikTok has grown to almost 11,000 followers, which has led to like brand deals and led to exposure and whatnot. And I just got a really cool DM today for this opportunity. So it's like that pivot that I took with my podcast was like the ultimate grand supreme. Like it really set me up for what I am doing now. So I'm forever grateful for that. So what I've been learning, especially this past year, that it is totally okay to pivot to change the change your careers to change your mind we're human and there's no like right or wrong way to go about this and there's no age where you can that you like have to have it all together where you can't have new goals new dreams and want to change something and pivot um and that's why I really wanted to have this conversation because even though at the root of it I've always known what I wanted my career to look like there still have been you know changes and pivoting that had to happen so the first question that I thought to ask was what is your degree in and how are you using it now and the thing about it is like a lot of people get degrees or go to school because one that's what you're told to do that's like what the proper thing to do is is to go to school get your education um and then you have a career after that but it's a lot different these days like going to school and getting your bachelor's does not promise you a good paying job um i applied to about 140 jobs last year on indeed And pretty much most of them said bachelor's preferred, not required. You just have to have a high school diploma. So having a bachelor's degree isn't even mandatory for a lot of fields of work anymore, especially obviously if you're doing entertainment Um, and other lines of work, of of course, it's probably mandatory. But, um, you know, a lot of people went to school thinking that their bachelor's, you know, when they when they graduate, they're going to automatically come out with a good paying job. It's also very competitive out there, the job market. Like I said, I I submitted for so many jobs and I didn't get any of those jobs that I submitted for. I barely got an interview for, I got interviewed for like like three of those jobs. So it's really competitive out there too. So all that to say, a lot of people go to school because, you know, one, they want to, they want the experience of being away from home and it is such a great experience, but 
Um, a lot of times people go thinking that they're going to have this certain type of career when they get out. So that's a huge part of, you know, people having to pivot and change their career from whatever they graduated in or whatever they majored in in school. So first question, what is your degree in and are you using it now? So starting with myself, when I was in school, I was a broadcast journalism major. And even when I left Washington State University and moved to California and started going to the community college here, that was still my like major was broadcast journalism, because once again, I've always known the career I've wanted to have. Um, So I am very thankful that um, I've always known that and I've stuck to that and I've been able to make a career off of that, which is really cool. And I'm really proud of myself for that. So I'm able to say, yes, I am using that now. All right. So the first submission we have, I majored in political science and not using it at all. <laughs> I have a, BR, a BA in PR and advocacy slash a master's in public administration. Yes, but still not how I planned. Okay. So I actually got a few of those of like you're, you are using it, but not in the way that you thought you were going to be. And that's the cool part about skill sets in like going to school is because you do get these skills that you can use in other capacities. So you may not be using your major exactly, but there are things that you learned in those classes and from those professors and things like that, that you are still using on a day to day, which is great. And that's what education in school is all about. Next one, finance degree and no, LOL. Fashion merch. I was a merchandise assistant for everything but water. Okay. Political science and no way, girl. I work in social media. So that's a common one, too. I find that especially people that work in social media is like that's not what they majored in at all because maybe that wasn't even an option back then. Or also just because you that's not something that you felt like you could make a career. And then everyone that does social media now, it's like they've been like doctors and nurses before. And then now they don't do that at all because they do social media. So that's funny. But next one, criminal justice, legal studies and paralegal studies. Yes, but I want a change in careers. I have a BFA in dance theater and yes, I'm using it. Paralegal and had it for almost 20 years before I used it. Wow. Okay. So that is an interesting take too, just because this person had this skill set and then didn't use it for 20 years and then was able to revert back to it. So that's another cool thing about furthering your education because you always still have that skill set that you can go back to if needed. Degree in communications, career accounting. Oh my gosh, that took a turn because a lot of times it's like the opposite. I feel like people have this degree in like accounting or something and then their career is something like social media. So honestly, I feel like your career is harder than what you went to school for. Next, we have a bachelor's in human development and master's in organization leadership. And I work in retail. <laughs> but, you know, like that's that's what's just so funny about the whole thing is because those skills that you learn, human development and organization leadership, that is literally what retail is like you're connecting with humans and leadership. All right. We have master's of social work. And I'm actually using it as a therapist. Go off. Yes. Hospitality management. And no, I wish I was using it. African-American studies. I'm using the skills I was taught, but not the content. Fair enough. Psychology. I listen to my friends, plus give them advice. (laughs) Okay, so I should have majored in that too, because that's what I do. Math. And only when I need to let people know I'm smart. (laughs) 
Okay, this one is never went to college or got a degree, but she's a successful six-figure woman. Okay, we love to see it. And honestly, like, that's literally me. Um, I went to school for years, but did not get my bachelor's in broadcast journalism. And I've been able to make a very successful career out of everything and all my skill set and all of that just because of the work I've put in and, you know, putting my being able to be in a certain room. So it's very much possible to do that. And I think that's the, you know, that's sometimes a misconception by that because I 100% can attest to this testimony right here. (laughs) All right, next one, BFA and dance. I'm using it, but I'm in a job where I don't really need it. Okay, finance and communication and yes. And last one, economics. I am not using it. I decided to switch from finance to pursuing acting and film. Yes. Okay. So that's a very common one. Like this, the the switcheroo from your major to, you know, this professional career or whatever people want to call that to entertainment. Like <laughs> that's like a whole different beast in itself. The next question I have for y'all was, do you have the career or working on it that you wanted? So the first entry is, unfortunately, I got laid off in July with hundreds of other employees, and I'm currently working two part-time jobs, but one of them is for a jewelry owner. Hopefully, it turns into a full-time possi- full-time, and possibly get to go to Fashion Week with her. Yes, well, good luck with that. I mean, it seems like you were able to pivot from getting laid off to having to figure it out, and you got this. Yes, I'm using my BFA. I'm dancing all day and performing. And this person got their BFA in dance. We have not what I thought I would be doing, but I'm still very happy. And that's really all that matters. Like if you're happy with your career and the career change that you had to make, then it is what it is. Like that's literally what matters most. This entry says, I'm kind of doing the career I wanted. I'm a clinical therapist now, but I want to have my own mental health organization. That is incredible like when I read that submission I was like wow that's really really cool um so that's great that you were able to use a degree that you got use your degree and then now be able to do that as a career and you still have a goal to make that even bigger yep exactly how I envisioned since I was nine yeah so that's like literally me I relate to that so much I feel like I envisioned what I'm doing right now when I was younger, a little bit different because, you know, social media didn't exist when I was younger, when I was thinking about being a star, but I always knew what I wanted to do. This mission says somewhat doing what I want, just wish brand deals were more consistent. Yeah, that's the social media game. That is, uh, that's a battle. Okay. We have, yep. Yes. Yes, I am. A bunch of yeses. Like, I think it's so cool to see like so many people doing the career that they wanted. Like that is not And, you know, it really could be, too, because everyone that I'm surrounded by is not everyone, but a lot of people are in social media and entertainment performers, whatnot. So everyone I know is like kind of pursuing that same type of path and career. So it's not really shocking for my submissions to be. Yeah, I'm doing exactly what I wanted or, yeah, I'm working on what I wanted to do. And I think that's such a beautiful thing because not everyone is able to do that or has the passion or drive to be able to really go after what they want or have the ability just because life's hard. Paying your bills is hard and sometimes you just have to do what you have to do to put food on the table. But it is such a blessing to be able to go after your dreams and goals. This submission says, yes, I am in the career that I want, but believe people get more than one if their lifetime in their lifetime. So I'm excited to pivot. Okay, I love that. 
I'm working towards it. Finally, at 29, everyone's process is different. Yes, there is no age on when you can start or stop something in your life. Like if you want to pivot and change careers at any point, I'm a firm believer to just go for it. Like if someone was saying they wanted to be a pop star and they're 70 years old, I'm like, uh, hello, you better get in the studio right now. You better, you better start making them tracks. Okay. Because you can be a pop star, baby girl. I'm working on it. I've seen some success this year in film, but still a long way to go. Well, hey, a little bit of progress is better than none, and it's a process. Can you guys hear Adele in the back? (laughs) The gas station across the street from me is playing Adele. Okay, I'm kind of just searching right now for some submissions I got in my DMs that are a little bit longer, so bear with me, y'all. All right, here's one. I had a career five years in the airline business and I quit to go back to bartending and got myself back in school to become a paralegal. Best and hardest thing I've ever done. Actually, my story is so wild because originally it was dance and then airline biz. Met my boyfriend who is now a pilot and I'm off doing my own thing trying to work my way up in the legal field. I always like to tell girls that it doesn't matter when you figure out what you want to do. It could be 20, it could be 30. I feel like as a society, we put so much pressure to figure everything out in your 20s, but that's when you should try everything and anything so your 30s don't have don't have you wondering what if. I decay about you, but 30s will be big money, big family, and marriage. Period. I love that because that is, yes, that's like exactly what it is. And the thing is, 30s is also so young. So if you find yourself in the same situation and you're listening to this, you're like, oh, well, I am in my 30s. And, you know, and that feels like a lot of pressure now that I'm in my 30s. And I totally get that because every person feels like that. They inch out of their their 20s and it's like, oh, I'm 30 and there's so much pressure. How do you feel? You feel, oh, you're 30. What do you, what does that feel like? Oh, you got your shit together yet? You know, there's a lot of pressure in that realm too. But honestly, like this person said, you can change your mind whenever. In 20s, I think if you are going to look at it as an age thing in like different decades, I do think 20s, your entire 20s, is you completely just figuring it out. Like trying different things, doing whatever you want to do, and just seeing if it works for you, feeling out like getting and finding a groove. I feel like I have found such a good groove this year and made so much progress in what I want to do in my career and what I am doing in my career. And I'm in my late 20s. So I'm obviously wanting to wanting to keep on growing and going to keep figuring it out because that is just life itself. But I am in a good spot. But that took years. You know what I mean? And um, and maybe you aren't in a good spot and you're older than me, but that's okay too. You just keep on figuring it out. But your 20s, I agree with that. It is literally for you to just figure it out. When you hear people say that when they're older, like, just have fun, do this, do that. It's like, no, they're dead ass serious. Just literally try everything. So then when you get older, as you get in your 30s, you're like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I feel good about this. I tried all this. I know I don't want this. I knew I do like this. Just figure it out. It's cool. All right, next one. I'm doing exactly what I wanted to do for the longest time, but now I'm having a hard time figuring out what I want next. Do I eventually try to move up in the company slash department or is there something else I'd rather do? I don't know. The last part I don't know is pretty much, you know, the common thread for most people is I do not know. Um, And my advice for that when you genuinely just don't know is to get out a list 
whether it's on your computer, on your notes, on your phone, or you're writing it down and do the good old old fashioned, like the pros and the cons or like write, just write things out about what you're passionate about or what you want the next five years of your life to look like. Um, and you know, financially too. So my question back would be, you know, does moving up in the company be happy? Does moving up in the company allow you to be at a financial place that you would want to be in? Um, you know, you have to ask yourself those real questions too, because, you know, if I'm thinking about, I'll just use my own testimony, I guess, like for me, Disney, Disney is fun, but I always knew that wasn't going to be the end game just because it just doesn't pay like the end game. Like that's just, frankly, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't pay the bills properly. And it's not something that I knew I was good. Like I still work there, but I feel like I work there because it's fun and I like to perform. But, you know, when it comes to other things, it's just not it. So, you know, if you are trying to figure out what's next because, you know, you're a performer and you're like, what do I want to do? I know I want to perform. You know, there's other ways to be, there's other ways to, I guess what I'm trying to say, there's other ways to get your rocks off. (laughs) And I learned that. So, you know, when I first started working at Disney, I felt like I had to be performing in that capacity because I feel like that's what's going to, that was going to make me happy and spark joy. But as I started digging deep a little bit more and realizing, okay, what do, what gives me as much joy as that? And that was talking and that was hosting and that was doing social media and being on camera in that capacity. And that actually, you know, frankly brings me more joy now. So if you find something else that brings you joy, that still has to do with, you know, maybe entertainment or something that you love, then I think you'll have a better and more clear answer. You're just going to have to write that list out. Because we also cannot be naive to the fact that money is a real thing, unfortunately, and we do have to have it in order to survive, to have the life that most of us want. If you have, if you are very, if you're just content with whatever money you're making, if it's a small amount and you're like, I can pay the bills and I can eat out once a month, then that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. But the average person has a a lifestyle that they would love for themselves or dream about for themselves. And if the place you're working at right now will not allow you to do that, we got to pull up our big girl panties up sometimes and be like, you know what? I have to figure out another way for me to make the life that I want for myself. And you can still do it in something that you're passionate about. It's just that you have to pivot a little bit and that's okay. All right, next one. I have a BA, I have a BA in psychology and I'm working on a master's in psychology with the emphasis in life coaching. I'm currently a teacher and school social worker. I am in the career I want, yes and no. I've always known I wanted to work with at-risk youth for a career. I wanted I worked in social work for a while and now being a teacher, I also get to work with that population of youth, but I'm still in school and working to do more and grow opportunities for me to make a bigger impact on a bigger scale. Awesome. That's amazing. So I love that so many of you are doing the careers that you wanted to do, or even if you're not doing the career that you thought you were going to have, you still are using things from that degree or from what you've learned into what you're doing or planning to do now. So moving on to your Dear Imani submissions, I had asked you guys, Dear Imani, I need help figuring out And we just have a few, so I'm going to read these. I need help figuring out how to move my ass to the East Coast, New York City to be specific. (laughs) I say just do it. You have to just, you literally have to just do it. Yes, you do need a plan because it is expensive to live in New York. 
just like it's expensive to live out here in LA. But at the end of the day, I think that people should do it. Life is so short and I, and I feel like I've just been learning this this past year, honestly, of like really putting yourself first and your career first and things that you're passionate about first. And it kind of just all falls into place. But I truly think that if you want to move, you have to just get up and do it. Like no one's, you're never going to feel 100% ready. You're just not. You're always going to feel like you need a little bit more money, um, a different job, a little, uh, you know, something. You're always going to feel like you need something else in order to just get up and make that move. Especially the two biggest moves, I think, are someone moving to L.A., someone moving to New York City. Um, And I think if you feel like your heart belongs there, you feel like you have a good career there, um, you just have to do it. If you hate it, come back you know, this is your home base, like come back home and you would probably have a job waiting for you or you can find another one, whatever the case may be, you have your friends and family here. So go to New York. It doesn't work out. Come back. It's okay for something to not work out, but it's not okay for you not to try. You got to write it out, write out your plan. So look at some apartments, look at some jobs. So then you feel like you have security when you get there. I you know, I, I still think that people should, you know, just YOLO and move places and figure it out. Like, I'm not opposed to that at all. But on the responsible side, I think, you know, do some research, figure out a place that you could stay that that's in your, you know, oh, that's in your what's the word called budget? What? Why could I not think of that? <laughs> that's not that's in your budget. Um, Think of, you know, your potential jobs, what that looks like, your commute, any of that, just like kind of do some research and plan it out. And then go from there and see, you know, the pros and cons of that move. But ultimately, I think you just have to do it and rip the bandaid off. Think about how many people want to move to New York City or L.A. but just don't because they never rip that bandaid off. And then life just keeps happening and then they look back and they're like, damn, I never got to experience that move like I wanted to. So definitely just do it. Next one, dear Imani, I want to know what I want to do next and where do I go from here? Okay, so this submission is from my fellow Disney dancer. And obviously, I can speak on this because I've worked at Disney for like eight years. Um, And kind of like what I was just saying a little bit ago is you just have to figure out what else brings you that joy. Like I said, people are working at Disney because it brings them that joy. It's a fun job. You're able to perform and most of us have danced since we were kids. So still being able to pursue a career in dance is a blessing, of course. And a lot of people there are not necessarily pursuing a career in dance and other capacities like music videos and tours and commercials and whatnot, not actively pursuing dance in that way. So they're only you know, outlet to perform in that way is through our job at Disney. And that's totally fine. But, you know, if you're trying to figure out, you're trying to figure out what what's next because you're not content with where you are. When you are in a position or a financial position, if we're being real, um, where you feel comfortable, you probably aren't necessarily just always looking for what's next because you're able to just be comfortable in the position that you're in. But chances are, as a performer at Disney, you are not comfortable financially. Therefore, you're always going to be looking for what's next. And to that, I say, you know, like I said earlier, find that joy. Find something else that sparks joy. Um, Whether that's like your own business that you started and you're able to make content for that. Or if there's um, other ways that you can, you know, train and dance some more. So or keep training and dance so you can get an agency and then audition for different things or 
go to a different place that offers the same thing but you know it has more money just really like try to push yourself a lot of times the reason why people are always wondering what's next is because you feel complacent too and that's where I was for such a long time at Disney is like so complacent with where I was um and so for years it took me to like finally be like wait you know what you have always wanted to do so much more and you have to get out of this funk of like just coming in here and then leaving like that's not what you're going to do. That's not even your brand, girl. So definitely just find that other thing that makes you equally or even close to ha- happy in that capacity. And that way you're not just looking for what's next. You you just need to find something else to do. And then also, like I said, find something somewhere else that pays better. All right. Okay, the last one. Dear Imani, how do I stay consistent and focused despite the uncertainty that comes from a pivot? consistency can be its own episode girl consistency is the name of the game and when you're making a pivot and you feel uncertain it is hard to be focused and consistent just because you're not seeing the results that you necessarily want to or you also just feel so uncertain because it's so new and anything new is scary because it's like oh my god is this going to work out what if it doesn't work out you kind of just spiral out of control a little bit um And that's when it's the hardest to stay consistent because it's something that's new. I'll just kind of give, you know, example about myself. So this podcast, um, sometimes it is hard to be consistent because like when I first pivoted into the podcast, it's like, okay, like how many listeners do I have? How many views do I have? If it's not a lot, you know, who cares if I don't upload that clip? Who cares if I miss an episode? yada 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 it's hard to stay consistent when they're when it's uncertain like the 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 end goal is not anywhere close and you know it's still like that because my end goal for this podcast I'm not close to that at all like I will have big plans for what I would want to see this podcast turn into and I'm just not close to that at all I have big plans of what I would want for my career to be for my social social presence to be social media presence to be and although I'm getting closer and closer, it's like I have so much farther that I want to go. And it could be easy for me to just not be consistent just because of that. But how I look at it is if just say this, say you want to be an influencer starting today and you post every day, but every day your videos only get five likes or 100 views on TikTok. And you're like, oh, my God, it's not doing like what I wanted to do. The numbers aren't doing what I wanted to do. And you do that for months, You do that for three months and no change. Either you give up and you stop being consistent and you're like, well, that didn't work out for me and you give up and it never works out for you or you just keep on posting the videos and keep on doing what you want to do and eventually you're going to see those numbers go up, the follower account go up all because of that consistency. So even when you're uncertain and you're not seeing the results you want, you don't have a choice but to just keep doing it it's there's just no other there's no other option like I wish I could tell you something else like it's okay to not be consistent or you know you don't have a choice like even when you're uncertain you have to just keep going it's the only possible outcome if you want to have the outcome that you want to have I feel like I really learned that this year which is why I'm where I'm at right now is because I feel like I worked hard this year and like really try to put my plans into action 
And I'm seeing that play out towards the end of the year all right now, which is amazing. I was able to check off some really incredible things off of my vision board and like my bingo vision board, my bingo card that I made and check that off. So I can't wait to like really dive deep into that on our new year episode. But all of that happened just because of my consistency, you know, waking up and choosing myself every day, waking up and choosing success, choosing, okay, even if what I do today doesn't you know, do well, it flops, or I don't get that job interview or whatever the case may be, I have to try again and keep, keep trying until something happens. And it, and it, you know, it's been working out now just because I never gave up. And I honestly, I'll just never give up. Like I am going to get to where I want to get to no matter how many times I have to pivot or change just because that's the kind of person I am. And I know, and I like wholeheartedly believe in myself. And I wholeheartedly believe in you guys too. Like, I hope that you know, I can be a voice for you sometimes to be like, you know what, I can do it. I can go after my goals, go after my dreams. And I always just want to be that example because you guys see I'm always doing something, always trying something new. Um, even if I'm not consistent on it or even whatever the case may be, I'm always trying something. I'm not afraid to try something and fail. Like I'm not afraid to talk about the boutique I started a couple years ago and realize that that was not for me. That was not a fail. It just, I didn't want to do it anymore. And I was like, mm, no, you know, I have this Instagram page called Black Girls Doing Life. And that is something that I want to pick back up. But the purpose of that was to um, just show like Black Girls Doing Life in an aesthetic way where girls can use those pictures on that Instagram and put them in their vision boards and things like that. Because that's something that I wasn't able to see a lot when I was making my vision board of like Black girls in a cute aesthetic way that, you know, could be on a vision board. Um, And so I, I started that last, no, I started that in like in March. And then you know, I did some posts and then I wasn't consistent with it. So it's just still there. I know I want to pick it back up, but that's something else that I kind of like tried and then wasn't consistent and we'll just see where it goes. But I'm not afraid to do any of that because I'm not afraid to just change my mind. <laughs> like I'm really not. It's life is so unserious. It's so unserious. Like who cares? <laughs> Literally who cares? Um, But yeah, that is, you know what? I was going to do Imani's final thoughts, but that literally was Imani's final thoughts is life is so unserious. So do what you want. Change your career no matter what age you are, no matter where you are in life. It's okay to change things up. It's okay to pivot. It's okay. And I hope my story, I hope me reading your guys' stories and submissions inspires you to keep going after your goals or change up your goals and switch it up. You know, it's almost a new year. It's always a time when people are thinking about what they want that next year to look like and set those goals and be intentional. This is the perfect time to really, really start thinking about that. And then that way, when you're, it's time to make those vision boards and all that kind of stuff, you're a hundred percent ready to do that. And you have specific goals for yourself that you want to reach. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope that this microphone sounded great because I feel like it does. I love holding it. Actually, I'm going to start. My room's a mess and I got home really late, so I wasn't able to um, film this in my room. But I'm actually going to make my little glam room a part-time studio. So when I'm filming at home, I still am able to give you visual Um, a visual version of this. I have my new camera that I've been vlogging with. So I'm going to use that. I got this microphone as a handheld one. So I feel very official, like I'm on a talk show. So next week I have a guest, so I should be in the studio. But if I'm, you know, back at home, I'm going to, you might see another type of content coming at you because I'll be in my little room. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I love you so much and I'll see you next week. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dairymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel, 58ember.com, or find us at 58 Ember Media on socials.